episode 10 of the Project Football Podcast in association with Luke Williamson Art. Uh, this episode, we take a bit of a look at the teams involved in this year's European Championships held over from last year. Uh, I'll be going over the teams and how they got to the tournament. Um, we've also got some predictions from listeners and guests. Will England end a wait of over 50 years to claim a major tournament trophy? Will there be an underdog take the crown like Greece in 2004? Or will Portugal retain? All those questions remain to be answered until July the 11th. But for now, it's time for kickoff. Okay, so I'll start off with a few you know, nuggets of information uh, about the tournament in general. Um, this particular tournament is the 16th to be played since it started in 1960. Um, back then, there was only four teams in the competition. It was then expanded to eight teams in 1980 and then to 16 teams for the first time in 1996. And the last competition in 2016 was the first time that there was 24 teams competing. Uh, Germany, both as West Germany and as a United Germany, uh, have been the most successful team in the competition, having won it three times and also been runner-up three times. Spain are level with them on tournament victories, uh, with only one runner-up spot achieved. And the only other country to win the tournament more than once uh, is France, who have won it twice. Uh, there's also been individual wins for Greece, Denmark, Holland, Portugal, who are the current holders, uh, the Czech Republic, Italy and the Soviet Union. Uh, the winner has taken the crown on home soil only twice, and that was Spain in 1964 and France 20 years later in 1984. Uh, 1976, the tournament was the first one to be decided via a penalty shootout. And that was made famous by Penenka uh, for his little dink technique. Um, the first final to be decided by Golden Goal was 1996 when Germany beat the Czech Republic. Uh, that was then repeated in 2000 when France beat Italy on Golden Goal. Uh, both games finished 2-1. Uh, in 1992, um, Denmark, who won the whole tournament, they only qualified after Yugoslavia were disqualified as a result of the breakup of the country and the resulting conflict. Okay, now on to the, uh, the, the groups. So, obviously, 24 teams, six groups of four. Uh, group A is Turkey, Italy, Wales and Switzerland. Uh, so, Turkey... Qualified second from Group H. Uh, their top scorer was Cenk Tosun with five. Uh, their best finish in the Euros was the semi-finals in 2008. And last time round, they got to the groups. They only got to the group stage, so not making the knockouts. Uh, next is Italy, who qualified first from their group. Uh, top scorer was Andrea Bilotti with five. Uh, their best was obviously winning the tournament. That was in 1968. And last time round, they got to the quarterfinals and lost 6-5 to Germany um, on penalties, uh, with it being 1-1 after extra time. Uh, Wales, they finished second in their group in qualifying. Uh, top scorers, all with two, were Gareth Bale, Kiefer Moore and Aaron Ramsey. Uh, their best finish in the Euros was the semis in 2016. And that's obviously... They were last time and they lost 2 0 to Portugal. 
and rounding off Group A, Switzerland, who finished first in their group qualifying, and their top scorer was uh, Cedric Iten. I hope I've said that right, um, with three. Uh, their best finish in the Euros was making the round of 16 in 2016, uh, where they lost 5-4 on penalties to Poland after finishing 1-1 after extra time. Group B, uh, Denmark, Finland, Belgium and Russia. Uh, so Denmark finished second in their qualifying group, top scorer of Christian Eriksen with five. Uh, their best finish was winning the tournament in 1992, um, but they didn't qualify for the last one in 2016. Uh, Finland qualified second from their group, top scorer of uh, Timu Puki of uh, Norwich with 10. Um from the looks of it, this is their first Euros. Um, so, yeah, good luck to them in that. Uh, Belgium qualified first from their group. Uh, top scorer was Romelu Lukaku with seven. And their best finish was winners in 1980. And in 2016, uh, they got to the quarterfinals, losing 3-1 to Wales, which was a great result for the Welsh. Um, and Russia rounding off that group. Uh, they finished second with their top scorer being uh, Artem Ziuba. I'm pretty sure I've butchered that pronunciation, so apologies for anyone who might be listening who can say it better. Um, their best was winning the tournament in 1960 as the USSR and as Russia. They made the semi-finals in 2008. Uh, last time round, they only made the group stage. Group C contains the Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria and North Macedonia. Uh, so the Netherlands finished second in their qualifying group. Uh, their top scorer was Gigi Wijnaldum. Uh, they won the tournament in 1988, but didn't qualify last time round. Uh, Ukraine finished top of their group. Top scorer was Roman Yaramchuk with four. Uh, their best finish was getting to the group stage uh, 2012 and 2016. And obviously last time around, group stage. Uh, Austria, they finished second in their qualifying group. Uh, top scorer was former Stoke and West Ham player uh, Marko Anatovic with six. Uh, last time round, they made the group stage, and that's also their best finish uh, twice in 2008 and last time round as well. Uh, North Macedonia, uh, they finished third in their group, um, went through via the playoffs, uh, beating Kosovo 2-1 and Georgia 1-0. Uh, their top scorer was Elgif Elmas with four. And this is the first time they've actually qualified uh, as a nation under the banner of North Macedonia. So that's three groups down, uh, three to go. So group D is England, Croatia, Scotland and the Czech Republic. Uh, England qualified first from their group. Uh, top scorer was Harry Kane. Uh, their best finish was third place in 1968. Uh, last time round, uh, we only got to the round of 16 and lost 
2-1 to Iceland, which was a bit of an upset, but I think we may well have underestimated them. Uh, Croatia finished first in their group. Uh, their top scorer was Bruno Petkovic with four. Uh, their best finish has been the quarterfinals in 96 and 2008. Uh, they got to the round of 16 last time round and lost 1-0 after extra time to Portugal. Uh, Scotland finished third in their qualifying group, uh, went through via the playoffs, uh, beating Israel 5-3 on penalties after finishing 0-0. And then uh, Serbia beating them 5-4 on penalties after finishing 1-1. So if the Scots ever go to a shootout, they might be the new Germany by the looks of it. Um, top scorer, John McGinn with seven. Um, Best finish for them was being the group stage in 92 and 96, and they did not qualify for the 2016 tournament. Uh, the Czech Republic finished second in their group, and they have a top scorer with four goals, Patrick Schick, I think that's right, uh, four. Um, they won it as Czechoslovakia in 1976, and they made the group stage last time round. So moving on to Group E, um, which is Spain, Sweden, Poland, and Slovakia. Uh, Spain finished top of their group, and they had a joint top scorers with four of Alvaro Morata, Sergio Ramos, and Rodrigo. Um, as mentioned earlier, their best finish has been winning it three times in 1964, and then back-to-back -back in 2008 and 2012. Uh, last time round, uh, they lost at the round of 16, 2-0 to Italy. Uh, they've got Sweden, who finished second in their group. Uh, they've got a top scorer of five, uh, Robin Quaison. Uh, Quaison, I'm not quite sure how that would be. Um, best finish for them would be the semi-finals in 1992. And then they got to the group stage last time round. Uh, Poland. Finished first in their group. Top scorer, no great surprise. Uh, it was Lewandowski with six. Uh, their best finish was last year where they got to the quarterfinals where they lost 5-3 to Portugal on penalties uh, after drawing 1-1 after extra time. And then rounding off this group is Slovakia who finished third in their group relying on the playoff route. Um, they beat Ireland 4-2 on penalties after it being 0-0. And then they beat Northern Ireland 2-1 after extra time. Uh, the top scorers in qualifying with three goals each were uh, Robert Bozinic, Marek Hamzik and Juraj Kutka. They finished in the round of 16 uh, last time round, losing 3-0 to Germany. And that also their best finish uh, the last group is probably the most interesting of the lot because it's got three previous winners in it, um, which we've got Hungary, Portugal, France and Germany. So start off with Hungary, who finished uh, fourth in their group. Uh, and they beat Bulgaria 3-1 in the playoffs and then Iceland 2-1 in the playoffs uh, to get to the, to the tournament. Uh, their top scorer was... Uh, Willie Orban with three. Uh, their best finish has been third in 1964. Uh, last time round, they lost to Belgium in the round of 16, 4-0. So now we've got the three previous winners. Um, first up is last time 
winner, um, Portugal. They finished second in their qualifying group. Again, their top scorer is no great surprise. Cristiano Ronaldo with 11. Uh, their best finish is as winners, uh, which they did last time round. Uh, France finished first in their qualifying group. Uh, top scorer was Olivier Giroud with six. Uh, their best finish has been winners in 1984 and 2000. And in 2016, they lost after extra time uh, to Portugal in the final. So they'll run a, they want to put that right, I would say, this time round. Uh, Germany finished first in their qualifying group. Uh, Serge Gnabry was their top scorer with eight. Um, three time previous winners, 72, 80, and 96. And last time round, they lost 2 0 to France in the semi finals. So there's a bit of history there as well between this tournament and the last one. Um, so, yeah, looking at that group, I'd say that is probably the toughest one to, to get out of. And you could well see a, a previous winner not going through to the knockout stage. All right, so we've uh, got a few predictions um, for, for the competition itself. So I asked uh, the, the, some of the listeners and some previous guests um, who they thought would win the tournament overall, who the top scoring country would be. Um, you know, the country that scored the most goals. Uh, which country would have the top scorer? Um, slightly different. Who would concede the least goals? Uh, who would pick up uh, the most uh, yellow cards and who would pick up the least and who would the who would be a surprise package uh, of the tournament and if they've got a, a sort of favourite or memorable uh, moment from tournaments gone by so I'll go through mine uh, so I've gone for France to win the whole thing um, I think the top scoring country will be Germany Germany uh, but the country with the top scorer will be France. And I've got a feeling that'll be Mbappe. Uh, country to concede the least goals. I can see that being Italy. They've always been a bit measly at the back. Uh, foul play. I think the dirtiest country this this time round, sorry. Um, it's going to be Spain. Um, so I know Ramos, I don't think he's playing, but still, I just think that just get a bit nasty at times. Um, the fair play, I think, will go to Austria. Uh, surprise package. And I don't know if you'd sort of call this a surprise, but I think they've got an outside chance, so they might just fall into that bracket. Uh, it would be Holland. Um, seemingly, in tournaments gone by, they're sort of always the bridesmaid, you know, getting to the latter end of the knockout stage, but never quite making the, the final step. Um, memorable moment for me would have been... Uh, Karol Poborski doing that chip over the keeper. Uh, I think was it Vita Bayer for Portugal? Yeah, so Czech Republic, Portugal. Karol Poborski, 1996 at Villa Park. Uh, more so because I was, I was there and had a chance to go to a, a major tournament on home soil. On the left is Niemetz. Poborski. Poborski's done brilliantly here. Genius! 
Elias from Poborski. And against all odds, and totally against the run of play, it's the Czech Republic who are in front. Um, we'll go through a couple more from listeners. Um, so we've got Michael, who's an Arsenal fan. Um, he's also gone for France to win. Uh, top scoring country, he's gone for Belgium. Uh, he's gone for the country with the top scorers, Belgium as well. Uh, country to concede the least goals, uh, Germany, um, which is a fair shout. Uh, foul play, so the m- most cards picked up, he's gone for Turkey. Least, he's gone for Finland. Uh, and he's also gone for Turkey as his surprise package. Uh, and his memorable moment was uh, he's gone for England-Holland at Euro 96. And he said it was just an amazing game and a great feeling after the win. And can't really disagree with that, to be fair. And as you say, they've made the Dutch look ordinary. And the scoreboard shines out. Netherlands 1, England 4. Two goals for Alan Shearer. Two for Teddy Sheringham. One for Patrick Clivert in reply. But England go marching triumphantly into the quarterfinals where they play Spain. Um, Brian, who's a Man United fan, uh, has gone for France to win, as, uh, as well as the last couple. Uh, top scoring country has gone for France. Uh, country with the top scorer has gone for England and he's gone for Harry Kane. Um, gone for France to concede the least. Uh, Portugal to pick up the most co- uh, yellow cards. Uh, Iceland to pick up the least. Um, surprise package of Belgium. Um, and he, he's kind of trying to look into the future here with his memorable moment because he's got seeing England lift the trophy. So that could be an interesting. It might be worth a fiver on it as well. Uh, we've got Andrew next, who's a Spurs fan. Uh, he's gone for England to win. Uh, he's gone for top scoring country of Germany. Uh, country with the top scorer of France and Antoine Griezmann. Uh, concede the least goals, Ukraine. Most cards, he's gone for Turkey. Uh, least cards, Belgium. He's gone for a surprise package of Switzerland. Um, it could be interesting because they had a run in the World Cup a little while ago where they didn't concede a goal throughout the tournament but still went out. So I think in the, if it was the quarterfinals or last 16, maybe, but that's a different tournament anyway. Um, his favourite Euro moment was Greece winning the Euros in 2004. And he's even got a favourite predicted moment. Um, and this is one for anyone north of the border to probably turn the volume down a bit, but he's gone for Harry Kane scoring four goals against Scotland. The semi-final, they've got a goal here. The heading power of Harris Dias. They've scored from a corner again. He lifted his head and Portugal hang theirs. They are staring at defeat. It's over, it is over. Greece are the champions of Europe. The ultimate outsiders at the start of the tournament. And even at the start of this final, it's a footballing fairy story. Um, which leads me on to the next one, which is from Jamie, who's a Celtic fan. Uh, he's gone for France to win the tournament. Uh, Belgium to be the top scoring country. And also for them to have the play with the golden boot, which has gone for Lukaku. Uh, country to concede the least goals has gone for Germany. Uh, foul play has gone Italy. Uh, fair play gone for Denmark. It's gone for Slovakia. 
as his surprise package. Um, his memorable moment is gone for Euro 96. Um, it was definitely not his favourite. It was the Gascoigne goal against Scotland. And it just put the fact that Gascoigne played for Rangers at the time didn't help either. Um, his favourite moment uh, was Euro 2004, Portugal versus England, uh, when goalkeeper Ricardo uh, took his gloves off to save a penalty from De Rijs Vassell and then went and took the winning spot kick as well. So that takes some, uh, that takes some stones to do that. Here goes Vassell. Oh, and Ricardo saved it. First to put Portugal in the semi-final. Uh, all right, so the last of the listener predictions, uh, we've got Dean, who's a Man United fan. Uh, he's gone for France to win it outright. Uh, England to be the top-scoring country and also to have the top-scoring player. Uh, he's gone for Harry Kane. Uh, countries to concede the least goals, Germany. Uh, foul play has gone for Spain for them to pick up the most cards. Uh, Belgium to pick up the least. Uh, surprise package has gone for Russia. And he's also gone for England beating 4-1. Um, sorry, beating Holland 4-1 at Euro 96. Um, so that's his memorable, memorable moment. Okay, um, so that's a few listener predictions. So I'll move on now to uh, a few um, guest predictions. So I've asked a few of the guys who have been on um, already. So if you've listened to this before, you might recognise a few of them. Um, there's also one guy who's yet to be on, but he's also given us some predictions as well. So uh, we've got them coming up from uh, Roy from The Shed Project, Dean Dovey, Sam Lambeth, uh, Rob from the UTT podcast, and also uh, Rippers. So uh, I hope you enjoy them. Also, uh, we've got um, in what you could call Fergie time, which is kind of appropriate because the lads are Man United fan. Uh, we've got some uh, last-minute predictions from James um, from the Oasis podcast, which, if you like that band, is well worth a listen. This is Roy, singer-songwriter with The Shed Project. Uh, my Euro predictions are as follows. I think the top scorers will be Belgium. Um, I think they're going to win it as well. Um, the top scoring team, Golden Boot, will be, I fancy, England, Harry Kane. Uh, the least goals uh, conceded will be Belgium. Uh, foul play, got to be the Polish on it. Uh, third place, Sweden. All nice people from Sweden. Uh, and the surprise package, I think, Slovakia. Uh, they've always played good football, them. Uh, so, looking forward to watching them. And uh, my favourite Euros moment has got to be Gaza in 96 uh, against Scotland. Just fantastic. Everybody wrote him off and he just showed everybody what he could do and showed that he's one of the finest players ever. Uh, cheers. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Alright Bab, this is Dean Dovey, singer-songwriter from Birmingham and this is my 
Euro 2021. It should have been 2020. It's 21. Yeah. Uh, Euro predictions. So, uh, for my good mate Mark, at Project Football Podcast on Twitter, go check him out, even though he's a West Brom fan, but he can't help that. Um, I, on the other hand, am a Birmingham City fan. Keep right on. Bleep on Villa. Shh, oh, I didn't say that. Um, right, uh, so... Winner, I think it's going to be France, again, um, top scoring country, France, country to concede the least goals, has to be Portugal, yeah they're quite mean at the back they are aren't they? They're boring. Golden boot. I reckon Kane, if we get far enough. Although I'm not that confident. Most cards. I reckon Turkey. Yeah, I can see them being a bit dirty. Um, Fair play. It's got to be England. We don't win anything, but we usually win fair play. Surprise package. I think it's going to be Turkey. I think they're going to get quite far. Uh, I've got a feeling. Uh, Favourite Euro moment. It's got to be a Gaza goal in it against Scotland. That's just like... That was unreal, that goal. Um, yeah. So, notice how I didn't mention Germany. Now, wouldn't that be nice if we have a tournament where no one mentions Germany? That'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Got to be honest. I'm not confident about England. I think we've forgotten how to create or make great defenders since Rio Ferdinand, maybe. Yeah, I just don't think we're going to keep goals out. Oh well. Um, anyway, while I've been jibbering on, the music in the background is my latest tune called Shape. So I thought, I know, what a jibber on about kicking a bag of wind around. I thought, let's have my tune in the background. Anyway, yeah, it's called Shape. Go and check it out, download it, give us a like, follow us on Twitter and all that. Don't forget to follow Mark and his uh, Project Football Podcast page. And uh, yeah, let's get smashed. It's that we, uh, we have a good tournament. And uh, yeah, great. All right. All the best to England. See you later.
country with the top scorer? Well, I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say England. I think with uh, Harry Kane on, in top form, I can't see anyone else grabbing that golden boot. Favourite Euros moment? I mean, I don't remember watching it the first time, but I think it must have been on the television. It's got to be England versus Scotland at Euro 96 and that goal from Gascoigne. Gascoigne's my favourite ever player, so that was a magical moment. Maybe we'll get something like that again. Not with Gazza, obviously, but uh, you never know. Oh, here's Gascoigne. Gascoigne, he can finish it here! Surprise package. I'm gonna go for Switzerland. I think they've they've been in the last sixteen, uh, you know, in the last Euros competition, and uh, the semi really good and well drilled squad. So uh, I'm gonna go for them. My winners for this year's Euros has got to be France. I just can't look past France this year. I think they've got a really strong squad. So for me, yep, I'm going France. Hi, this is Rob, UTT Rob on Twitter from the Unbooking the Territory podcast. My choice for winner for Euro 2020 is Belgium. I think it's about time. Top scoring country, I'm going to go with Holland. They've got a relatively easy group. Ukraine, Austria, North Macedonia, so I think they'll probably bang a few in. The country with the top scorer, I'm going to go for Belgium again, and I think it's going to be Lukaku. The country that's going to concede the least goals, my guess is going to be Germany. Most cards, unfortunately, I think that's probably going to be England. Least cards, I'll go for North Macedonia because I don't think they'll be in the competition that long. Surprise package, I can see Denmark um, going deep into the tournament. I think there'd be a, a bit of a surprise for this one. And memorable moment from the Euros, it's got to be Gaza's goal against Scotland. It was just maybe four or five touches from goalkeeper to back of the net. The way he flicks it over his head and then just runs onto it, it's absolutely sublime. Hey, it's Rippers here with his Euro predictions. Um, so we'll start with the winners. I think the winners will be Germany. Just because every tournament, well, barring one, I think it was early 2000, they, they turn up and they, it doesn't matter what they've done before, what's going in, on in, in, in the international camp, whether there's players upset, managers leaving. They're just, they're just brilliant at tournaments and they're, they're pretty good at penalties as well. So... That's my uh, tip. I think the Germans will come through and win it. I wish it was England, but you know. Uh, top scoring country. I'm going to go for uh, Belgium. Uh, I just think they've got so much, so many good attacking players, uh, and the top, the, the top scorer. I think will be Romelu Lukaku. So that'll be Belgium as well, top scorer. The country of the top scorer. Uh, least goals conceded, I'm going to go for France. Most cards, I'm going to go for... It depends who stays in the longest, doesn't it, really? Um, I'm going to go for Portugal, most cards. Uh, least cards, I'm going to go for... 
Mm, that's a tricky one. Reese cards, I will go for Scotland. Um, they might only play a couple of games. <laughs> it's going to wind a few people up on Twitter. Um, surprise package, I'm going to go for Denmark. You know, Denmark in qualifying have been really, really good. I've seen a couple of their games and I just I just think there's, there's always one team that, you know, comes through and I, I fancy them to do well. Uh, my favourite moment from a Euro tournament, obviously, Euro 96 was probably the first European Championships that really, you know, gripped me. So I'm going to say uh, Stuart Pearce's penalty. Oh, it's a tough one. Paul Gascoigne's goal against Scotland. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Pierce's penalty because of, just because of the passion, and you know, like burying the demons of ninety and stuff. So yeah, that's my Euro predictions. Thanks a lot. Nobody really wants to see him miss it, and he hasn't. Three out of three for England. Wow, he's fired up for that. Hello, it's James from the Oasis podcast here uh, for Project Football, and this is my uh, Euro 2020 stroke 2021 predictions. Winners, I'm going to go with France, uh, as Republic of Ireland aren't there, so let's go with France. Um, I know it's an obvious choice, but I just can't see them losing. I think that they've got such an incredible squad, strength in depth in every position, and some absolute superstars that can make a difference in a game. Um, I think Pogba is going to be um, special and will come up with some special moments and Kylian Mbappe as well, I can see doing very well. So it's got to be France for me. Top scoring country, I'm going to say Belgium. I think if you look at the groups, uh, Belgium have got a relatively easy group, I would say, with Denmark, Finland and Russia. So I'd expect them to bang a few goals in there. Similar, um, the Netherlands group, with Ukraine, Austria and Macedonia. I can see them doing well. I think that's definitely the easier side of the draw. And um, yeah, if Holland uh, get a good head of steam, I could see them banging in a few goals. Um, I think that the Group F, Hungary, Portugal, France and Germany is probably going to be quite tight. So those are three of the best teams. But um, yeah, I, I can't see there being big, big scoring games there. Uh, whereas I think I can probably see... Uh, Belgium banging in a few. Country with the top scorer, uh, a.k.a. the Golden Boot. Um, I've got a good feeling about Harry Kane, actually, just because of the, the way that England play. Um, if he can stay fit, he will score a lot of their goals through um, set pieces, uh, little through balls, little threaded balls through, little crosses in from the very creative players England have got, headers, um and set pieces you know I think that's going to be a big big part of what England do and if England do well which I think they probably will I think Harry Kane will be a big part of that so I'm going to say Kane country to concede the least goals I'm going to say Italy uh, I think there's a you know it's not a, a hugely strong group around them Turkey Wales and Switzerland I can see a few draws in that group nil nils and one nils maybe Italy scraping a couple of one nils or two ones so I don't think uh, Italy are going to get uh, ship too many goals. Uh, obviously, a strong defence there. Whether they go with the older heads like um, Bonucci or Chiellini, uh, I don't know um, yet what their lineup's going to be. But yeah, I can't see them letting in too many goals. 
foul play most cards probably someone like hungary because if you're playing portugal france and germany you're gonna be kicking people a lot i'd say to uh, uh to try and stop them so i'm gonna say hungary for most cards fair play least cards i'm gonna go with spain i think that they the way they play possession football uh they're not going to be without the ball for many long periods and once again i don't think their group is that strong sweden poland slovakia so i think in those games they're going to have a lot of possession there's not going to really be much need to foul players uh, they haven't got sergio ramos in the team now so um he's always a potential card so i've got a feeling that spain might be uh the one to go for there Surprise package. I'm going to go with Wales. I think Wales have got a good shout. I think that uh, I don't know if it would be a surprise anymore, seeing as the how well they did uh, last time. But you know, I think with the with Bale and with uh, Daniel James is so quick, and Aaron Ramsey still excellent. So I think they've got enough uh, star players and uh, enough people that can change a game um, that I can see them getting out of the group um, with Turkey, Switzerland, and Italy. And, uh, and getting a bit deeper into the tournament. So let's go patriotic for the United Kingdom and let's say Wales. And my favourite most memorable moment as a, uh, in the, relating to the European Championships. Uh, well, my first memory of football would be the 1988 uh, Euros because um, Ireland beating England uh, when I was eight years old, 12th of June 1988, um, is one of my first memories of football. Uh, being eight years old and, and being an Ireland supporter because my family's Irish. Um, yeah, it was massive. So they didn't end up getting through. But yeah, Ireland 88 was massive. They haven't done too well since at the Euros, to be fair. 2012, they got smashed to bits, uh, played three, lost three. And then 2016, they did manage to get out of the group with a draw with Sweden and uh, a win over Italy, which was amazing. Um, but then got knocked out by uh, France in the second round, two goals by Griezmann. Um, but yeah, so as an Ireland fan, that's uh, the big one for me was 88 when I was eight years old. Um, but I'm not an England fan, but Euro 96 um, in England was something really, really special. Uh, I, You know, the, with three lions and with Britpop being so big and as a 16-year-old sort of being around mates' houses and just so excited um, about that tournament so yeah absolutely massive for me and uh, yeah I do remember the being in my mate's bedroom watching the last uh, with a few few lads around watching that semi-final and Gaza stretching for the ball and just not getting there and then uh, losing the penalty shootout so yeah I do remember that very clearly what what an amazing summer that was anyway thank you guys uh, all the best I uh, hope everyone has a great Euros and if you want to follow me we are at Oasis Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and at Oasis Pod on Instagram. And uh, yeah, see you soon. Right have gone right across to collect and Sansom struggling. And Ray Houghton! Magic moments for the Republic of Ireland. And the final whistle goes. And my heaven, it's a great day for the Irish. And one of the heroes of 1966 has undone his own country.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the uh, Project Football Podcast. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us uh, at the show, you can do via email on projfoot at gmail.com, uh, on Twitter at proj underscore foot, or on Facebook at facebook.com stroke project football. Also, uh, you can see Luke Williamson's artwork at lukewilliamsonart.com and for 10% discount at the checkout if you enter the code PROJFOOT10, so P R O J F O T. One zero, uh, that'll get you ten percent at the checkout. Again, thank you for listening, and we've now reached full time. Goodbye, and take care.